0: And welcome back, friends, to Comics Exchange, your friendly neighborhood podcast. As always, to my left, we have the industrious Ryan Shipley. Nice. Industrious. Yeah. 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 ready for this free comic book day. Some work. And of course, to my right, we have the owner of Knoxville's longest-running comic shop, Mr. Bill Langford.
1: Hey, welcome, everybody.
2: I like, too, how you just go into it, because, like, listeners, we were just having a conversation before mm-hmm. we start recording, and then Mike just... Just go like a silent for like, like a, switch. a second. He switches on. It's a switch. Clicked. He's like the Winter Soldier. I want to oh. say the, uh, oh. what was the word said <laughs> to activate the Winter Soldier. <laughs> is, and he's he a went straight into it. Uh, you know what? First off, I want to say, mm. and I know we say this every couple episodes, but well, I always feel like if you have something nice to say to people, say it mm-hmm. while they're alive. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, our last episode with Rocky is our most listened to episode yet. Really? Which is incredible because this will, this right here is our 18th episode. Oh. And the fact is, we're, we're legal now. We're, <laughs> yeah, we're a podcast on the grow. <laughs> Cause of, yeah, yeah, because every episode, it seems like we're more people are listening. So that means mm-hmm. people out there are liking what we're doing. Absolutely, you're, thanks you're, for everyone for you're that. You're spreading by the, way. the word, which is very important. Because honestly, we're just small comic book store in Knoxville, Tennessee. We just
1: yeah, we just decided to do this one day, and we didn't really have any plans or or what any kind of uh, idea of roadmap of where we want this to go.
2: No. But yeah. it,
1: it's turned out to be uh, one of the things that I look forward to every week or every other week. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And yeah. Uh, the feedback we get from the customers and from the listeners, it's, it's been amazing.
2: Yeah, and if you have people out there that aren't listening, you know, share it with them. We try to keep it work-friendly as possible. Mm-hmm. Right. I tell you, I'll be honest with you, sometimes... I,
1: I'll play it in my car and make my daughters listen to it when they're captive. <laughs> yeah, because you know, I, I figure that's that's three extra listeners. So, what's know? the
2: Gen Z opinion on uh, on the podcast?
1: Well, usually they put their um, their AirPods in. <laughs> so now I will say on the way back from I think we we're in uh, we we're vacationing in Alabama, and on the way yeah. back they listened to it the whole way. So because we we binged like three episodes. Cause, really? like, we had yeah because we had a, like a long drive back. Okay. We were, we we're in like the southern t- like Orange Beach, Alabama. Yeah. They enjoy um, Look It Up Shipley is one of their favorites. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> they like yeah. uh, they like our picks of the week.
2: Yeah. 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 It's, uh, it's too like uh, if you're new, to, if this is your first or second episode, definitely look at the back catalog. Because one thing we also try to do is make the show evergreen. Yes. So, I mean, our news segment obviously is uh, the news Topical. time. Yeah. But everything else, we try to keep it as evergreen as possible. True.
0: Yeah, I gotta say, this is an audio podcast, and no one out there can see this, but I'm looking around the shop, Bill's been on a little bit of a poster tear, he's got some all new posters
2: hanging up here, looks great in here. Yeah, if you're in here Saturday for free comic book day, you're probably gonna notice some cool posters hanging up.
1: Yeah. yeah, I went ahead and did a little bit of housekeeping before uh, free comic book day. You hired
2: somebody to sweep the place today. <laughs> Can you believe that? I paid him <laughs> in comic books. Yeah, <laughs> it's awesome. just the best. Yeah.
1: But yeah, yeah, we had somebody actually come by and do the windows. I think I gave him 3 Deadpool comics. <laughs> nice. Um, okay. A guy swept the floor in exchange for some graphic novels. Yeah. See, so the barter
0: system is still alive.
1: This is yeah, absolutely.
2: Yeah. I love the poster over the statues there.
1: That, that Marvel's poster is one of my favorites. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Classic. And, it's and, classic. And definitely and that classic the example, Eric Larson. Clever. Yep. Yeah, that's a the, classic.
2: Poor Eric Larson. I think he followed up uh, Todd McFarlane twice on Spider-Man books because I think he did oh, it yeah. on Amazing and then he did on it on Spider-Man, when, right? Uh, yeah, when McFarlane left Spider-Man.
1: And this is the guy I like Eric Larson's Spider Man art a lot. Yeah, but that's a that's a heavy task to follow. It's probably of me. M-
2: yep. He probably got a lot of heat from the fans of that, especially you. You're following up like an incredible, like once in his generation artist.
1: Just a legend, right? Yeah, just a legend. It's like uh, he's like Roger Moore following Sean Connery. Uh,
2: yeah. yeah, and Eric Larson's artwork is more of like uh, what's his name, the guy who used to do Thor, like the Walt Simonson.
1: Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. he definitely has kind of a throwback like a Marvel old Marvel style to his art he has yeah, like an yeah, angularity
0: yeah. to his art yes Yeah.
1: but it, it fits Spider-Man perfectly
0: yeah. wasn't he the one that made Venom's tongue really start getting way out of control he's like I don't think McFarlane really had his tongue being that outrageous I think Larson's the one that really started exaggerating
1: it I, you're I probably so. right
0: and, uh, and I'll tell you another thing He, uh, his Savage
1: Dragon book oh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. He, he, when Image started yeah. uh, it was one of those books that was kind of neglected like a lot of people it wasn't one of their high hype books mm. Yeah. Um, but that book's now been running almost 300 almost issues. Almost
2: 300 issues, yeah. Crazy. Which is
1: insane. Do
2: you have, I mean, you probably just get people that like get Savage Dragon are just subscribers, right? You don't get a lot of copies for the shelf. I, I generally get
1: like maybe two or three for the shelf because it's only issue 283. Yeah, so the yeah, people yeah. who are in into Savage Dragon, at this point, they're in a Savage Dragon. And the people who aren't, they're not going to get issue 283. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like
2: Spawn that actually got a second breath sometime, but right before 300.
1: Right, so before three hundred, people jumped back on Spawn because they were hyping up the issue three hundred.
2: Yeah, and then McFarlane's like, "Hey, we're going to do Scorch. We're going to do Gunslinger Spawn." Yeah, Uh, so I I think what he wanted little Spawn on the prairie. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: Spawn Rider. I think he wanted Spawn MD. I think he wanted to create like a a whole Spawn universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My understanding was is that to uh, to sell it to like a a movie company, and he Uh, sold it
2: because. uh, there is a movie in production, and this, I guess, can is. lead into our first news story. Oh, yeah. um, news. A lot of the productions right now are being halted. We're recording this on Tuesday, May 2nd. Correct. Uh, last night at midnight, the Writers Guild of America did go on strike. Yeah. There's a lot that they're, that so, they're trying to...
1: And the Writers Guild, just for clarification, that's people who write TV shows, movies, movies not comics. Not
2: comics. So comics should not... Be impacted by mm-hmm. this, nobody's going to be crossing any kind of picket line to keep writing like S- comic books. Scab writers, yeah. Now, what about um late night talk shows? So that's that's gonna be interesting because so back in the last time this happened was 2007 2008, it was about 100 days. Okay, some nights I think during their few first few weeks they did do episodes, but everything was like. On the cuff, they didn't have bits, like right. They actually crossed over into each other's shows. I think what ended up happening near the end of the strike, though, is David Letterman reached out to the Writers Guild and said, Hey, we don't want to have scabs. We don't want people crossing the line, mm-hmm. but would it be okay with you all if I paid my writers what they're trying to get through, I guess, through the con- contracts? Oh. And David Letterman's crew got like a... where they were allowed to, to bring their writers back. So I think... As think, of this I, recording, mm-hmm. most of the late night talk shows have said that they're going to go dark. I think Daily Show was still figuring it out. Okay, um, SNL is still trying to figure out if they're going to air this week, and I think Bill Maher. But I think every every all the other late night talk shows um are going dark for now.
1: So, and and the reason that the writers are striking is yeah. is is twofold, right? One, they just obviously they want a little bit more money. They want a little they bit, bit feel... more
2: money. Like I have. um friends who are writers Uh and and a lot of them say like as a writer you're not making all this money like you think like you may think they are Uh a lot of them can't make a living just from their writing
1: even like the big uh
2: some of them because like a lot of times you'll be on a show and the show may go you may get paid for 25 or 26 weeks out of the year mm-hmm. and then the rest of the year you're not making money you may not have health insurance uh, so a lot of it i think is, is try to get more residuals and plus now with more everything going streaming streaming instead of like you know back in the day you were like going hey get to 100 episodes it hits syndication and i get to make those syndication dollars sweet and now I think a lot of that doesn't happen because it goes on to streaming, mm-hmm. and I think with streaming, I think I read somewhere where Netflix doesn't even tell the creators of TV shows how many streams their shows are getting. What? I don't think
1: they publish the numbers, do they?
2: They don't really publish the numbers. They'll do their weird thing where they go, hey, these are the top 15 shows mm-hmm. of the week, mm-hmm. and those may be also, because I think they actually count it when you're on Netflix and you're scrolling through and you stop to read it and it starts like a little video does that count i think that may count i'm not 100 sure but i think it might but supposedly netflix is one of the ones that are really holding up the deals that they're trying to get through right now hmm. um and then if they don't have anything in a few weeks the director's guild of america hmm. starts negotiation so it could be a complete shutdown across the board now, uh, early summer
1: the studios are probably in my opinion i think they're more likely to negotiate with the directors than they are the, writers. the writers because the yeah. directors at this point can't be replaced by um and this chat is, gpt or, and that's the oh, other yeah, concern yeah um, and, and the second concern correct that they have is that they're worried they want to future proof their jobs because yeah. with the advent of uh, a.i yeah. and um chat is it chat,
2: chat gpt gpt yeah
1: yeah yeah a lot of hollywood execs figure hey why do we need these writers yeah. i can just plug in to chat gpt say hey write me a script about a buddy two, these two buddy cops and yeah. one's about to retire and the other one's a crazy Vietnam veteran <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. You know?
0: but could a chat GPT or a AI could it really do you think give it that for example that James Gun it factor where you've just got that heart and soul factor to it can a can of machine so this is the thing
1: that? I've seen I've seen two instances I saw one instance where it was able to write you could say write me a paragraph in the vein of William Faulkner oh. And yeah, it would yeah. write it right. like we write me Faulkner. an essay
2: as a 17 year old would write something Correct. like that, yeah. Mm, yep.
1: And then I've seen other ones where I saw something the other day, it was hilarious. It was, um, show me a the, movie, show me the movie Star Wars if Wes Anderson directed it. And there's uh, yeah. a two oh, minute yeah. clip, I and saw that, and it's awesome, yeah. And, and I mean, and there's no story there, like, but it's it, 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 it understands it, 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 how it understands well, Wes, Wes Anderson's, Anderson's aesthetic
2: ability, yeah. Uh, everything yeah. is center
1: framed. You know the colors are mute and uh, pastels and
2: this uh professional artist entered an art contest i think it was overseas mm-hmm. and he won first place he didn't end up taking the prize money but he revealed at the end hey i used ai to do this art
1: yeah so i think going forward the writers are very very concerned that uh hey if we don't if we don't strike now yeah uh in the future if we don't bargain for our rights we're just going to get cut out of the equation completely
2: and i still think we need writers because the one thing writers have that the ai won't have mm-hmm. is a soul to what they do mm-hmm. i think you're going to be able to tell the difference between a generic ai script and something written yeah. by real people even though hopefully are is there garbage stuff out there of course uh, yeah. there is but we don't want to silence all these writers but it, it's probably going it's definitely going to impact i think movies coming out 2024 and on. Right. i think anything movie wise that's going to be coming out this year Cause a lot of the movies, like especially the interest for people on this podcast, mm-hmm. you think, do you they've think they've already written everything? Do
1: you think Marvel will have to reschedule a bunch of Marvel
2: stuff? Marvel will probably because, like, um, they said this week, I can't think of his name, Nick something, the guy that did True Detective, yeah, um, was just brought on to do some writing for Blade, right? So he's had Ooh. to put his pencil oh, down yeah, now, that's true. Uh, so Blade is once again gonna suffer. James Gunn has said, because James Gunn, I think officially went into production on Superman, on Superman's 85th birthday, mm-hmm. and James Gunn said, I'm putting my pencil down too, uh, daring to daring the strike. Right. So a lot of it, they're not going to be able to do. They're going to have to shut down a lot of it. I'd, I'd imagine they can't even... I don't think they're even allowed to really do rewrites on script on on the script on the day of so
0: I read that House of Dragons season 2 is done that's already written so that won't be touched so that's one that's in the can at least okay so
2: yeah so and that's one of the reasons too they said with Netflix because Netflix is looking that they can bring in a lot of international shows Mm. they can uh, pull those in because they they seem like they're really successful at the South Korean shows like uh, Squid Games.
1: Well, and if you remember the f- the first one, yeah, it seems like we s- we saw a lot of a uh, proliferation of reality shows.
2: Oh yeah, reality shows. Uh, <gasps> Gross. Came back. Like Who Wants back... to Be a
1: Millionaire was on every night. Remember that? Uh, yeah. <laughs> every night. They did a an out of season
2: Big Brother. Yeah. Which the winner of that season mm-hmm. is the one that took his money and bought mm-hmm. drugs to sell, and ended up going to jail for it. It just became an on- an onslaught of reality television
1: so he bought drugs
2: he bought he bought a bunch of drugs uh, <laughs> he's the ultimate big brother he's the ultimate
1: you yeah. always had that brother that was kind of but no i think um hopefully this writer's strike won't be as long or as severe because the last one it, it gave us a bunch of reality shows and, and crappy uh, seasons of heroes oh. so um, yeah
0: I, that really I, I don't want to go back to it too much but mm-hmm. that second season just nosedived, because that first season was so good of yeah.
2: heroes I loved it that's what happens when you don't have writers yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah but hope uh, thankfully our show is not written. can you tell (laughs) yes Uh, but that's the thing it's like right now the best thing to do is support support them and just understand we have so much entertainment out there right now that it's going to take a while for we would start feeling the impact of it Mm -hmm. but unfortunately they are going to feel the impact pretty quickly yeah it's
0: too bad also fortunate for us is that in the world of the MCU you're going to have a lot of comic fans or hero fans that might have to wait to see one of these movies we're going to be able to still get our fix
2: weekly oh yeah yeah Yeah, because like we said, comic books sh- should not be impacted
1: at all. No. No, I think um, there are a few comic writers. Neil Gaiman, I think, is a member of the, the Writers Guild of America. So he's uh, going to put his pen down. And he has some good news, though, right? But he did say that he had finished Season 2 of Good Omens. Awesome. Uh, that it's done in the can. But he said he's not going to be uh, writing any uh, any more nouns or verbs until yeah uh, this whole thing. Because I
2: imagine that right now, production of Sandman Season 2, or...
1: No, I'd say, I mean,
2: I know the boys season four is done. Oh, yep, yeah. I saw that. So we should be okay on there. Uh, the one that's killing me right now, they've put the, they had to close the writers room right now for Cobra Kai season six.
1: Oh, I saw, yeah. I saw a picture they had taken. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, that's too bad. I didn't realize how many writers they had on that show.
2: Yeah, that's another uh, thing that the writers are striking for is because there used to be more people that would be in writer's rooms. Right. And they've kind of started limiting how many they have and how long the writer's room is opened. Yeah. So there's a lot to it. Kind of
1: reminds me, you ever see that Robert Altman movie, uh, The Player? Yes. With um, Tim Robbins? Yep. And the studio's whole idea in that movie was, why do we need writers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can just take the the news off the headlines and (laughs) make movies based (laughs) on... Yeah, yeah, And of course, it it blew up in their face. Yeah. That's
2: why, uh, like, if The Daily Show wanted to keep going, they could, because you could just open a newspaper... And have content. Yes. Yeah. But, um, you know, we'll, st- we'll stay on the top of it, and hopefully we'll get some good news soon. And then I saw something else, speaking of, uh, speaking of
1: writers, something with IDW Comics, Mike?
0: Ah, yes, indeed. Uh, looks like some things are getting a shake up there. You mentioned earlier that you, you knew there were some things behind the scenes going on here. Well,
1: I know that there were some issues when they lost the license to Transformers and G.I. Joe. Oh, so they actually they lost did. those licenses. They did. So they, uh, when I say lose, I mean they didn't renew. Who picked them up? So they're going to Image Skybound.
2: Oh, Image is doing both?
1: Skybound which is Kirkman's imprint yeah image. yeah yeah
2: that's pretty but, exciting yeah that should be pretty but they're good they're getting G.I. Joe and Transformers
1: I believe
0: so well, wow. I would love to have
2: a good Transformers comic I really would
1: yeah no I thought um, I, th- I think there's been some good ones in the past I thought Dreamwave had a pretty decent run I, I did like Dreamwave yep yeah.
2: but uh, yeah IDW they're the ones that had that really great G.I. Joe run with Chuckles right yes, yes. With that Chuckles, was a fantastic run he
1: goes undercover into Cobra yep. right yeah 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 but then he, go- he gets too deep yep yeah that was a great story yeah
0: Chuckles. they've kind of become what Dark Horse was there for a while where they're just mainly doing licensed stuff. They're just Mm -hmm. trying to get licenses and and do, you know, sequels to shows, movies, old comics, things like that. This article says they are hitting reset. They're laying off 39% of the staff and appointing a new CEO. Uh, They hope the cuts will save $4.4 million a year.
2: Mm. And uh, this is horrible for IDW because IDW had just started to to try to replace what they're losing. They've started doing more creator-owned original content, right? Right. Like Scott Snyder's Wildfires.
1: So before Mike's right, they pretty much just did all licensed stuff, but yeah. the problem with that is, 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 it's expensive, and then two, you know, it's, it's nothing's really gonna hit out of that because it's already all known properties, right, so right. You, you can't really have like a brand new hit like a Walking Dead or something like that. So they started to branch out into some creator-owned properties, hoping to, uh, to kind of develop something that might become like their Walking Dead or there's Something's killing the children
2: yeah
0: it's also hard with the license stuff because you know with G.I. Joe and Transformers is a great example a lot of the fans of these franchises have it dead set in their mind what they want it to be like and if it's not that then they're not going to be into it yeah yeah Yeah,
1: um, that's the problem with some fans most fans are are understanding about that but Mm. Star Wars fans Ah. uh, (laughs) (laughs) not not to but a lot of Star Wars fans they have an idea of how they
2: they want their characters how they want their characters to
1: be yeah and and I, I had to come to the realization a long time ago that these movies are not made specifically for me. Right. right. Yeah. So if Doctor Strange doesn't look exactly like how I picture him in my mind or if Scarlet Witch doesn't sound exactly how she sounds in my mind, I'll yeah. let that stuff go. So you don't go, uh, you
0: don't go to Twitter? And I don't, it's just exciting no. that people are
2: <laughs> know these characters now.
1: Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it's absolutely amazing because when I was younger, it was like you spoke a secret language with that yeah. kid on mm-hmm. the bus at mm-hmm. school. Yeah.
2: And, I think it's like with the Star Wars movie. So... Mm. Uh, us growing up, four, five, six, going to be greatest movies, and we had a disdain for one, two, or three when they came out. Right. And then the kids growing up with one, two, three, they loved love them. one, two, and three. They do. Just like we now, both our groups had a disdain for seven, eight, nine. Yeah. But the kids growing up, seven, eight, nine is going to be their their trilogy. So you can
1: almost break it down generation generationally. Yeah, so yeah, So yeah. Gen and X is that's yep. is kind of the 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 four, five, six. Yep. And then you got millennials the millennials. Are one, two, three. And then you have now the Gen the Gen Zers. Z. Yeah, yeah. So they're yeah. they're down with a seven, eight, nine.
2: Yeah, but uh, but again, I want to say with chuckles, right? Oh, yeah. Chuckles <laughs> is a good example of why how important writers are. Yes. Because yes. there's never such thing as a bad character. That's right. A good writer can make any character good. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. what. I forgot who the writer was, but they turned Chuckles into such an amazing character.
1: He'd been kind of a joke character. Yeah. You know, wearing like Hawaiian print shirts. and, But um, but yeah, yeah you're absolutely right. I remember reading Animal Man and I didn't care anything uh, about Animal right. Man. Yeah. And then Grant Morrison took over and I started reading it. And I remember thinking, this character is awesome. And to be honest with you, if I was a writer, I would want to work on like the C and D list characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. I have more leeway, right? Yeah. I don't have editors over my shoulder all the I'll time. I'll tell you
2: one thing, if I was a writer though, I'm not uh-huh. creating new characters. Because I, I don't think I could stand living with myself if I created a character that made Marvel a billion dollars <laughs> and I barely got anything for that. <laughs>
1: Yeah, (laughs) Yeah,
2: But I mean, I'm sure they'd let you get
1: into like a movie for free or something.
2: Oh, there you go. For 40 (laughs) That's
1: hysterical.
0: But yeah, was there anything else in the news? Yeah, speaking of movies, actually, uh, there's been some kerfuffle about the Fantastic Four casting, a little rumor going around. I think uh, a lot of people were convinced because she was speaking with the
2: director that Mia Kunis... Yeah, who did you think? You you thought somebody else could...
1: Well, I'd heard the name Mia Kunis, but uh, uh, somebody came in yesterday and said that there's now a rumor going around that they're in talks with Margot Robbie.
2: Well, that's okay, because Mia Kunis is not in talks to play Sue Storm, the rumor is Mia uh-huh. Kunis is in talks to play the thing. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> this is legit. Okay, uh, I think it's just a giant troll. Oh yeah, definitely. you think so? Um, oh yeah. But Mia Kunis's name has been kind of being batted around to be a den- female grim- version. Well, of isn't well there, a is female? Actually there is a female thing, right?
1: Um, I'm not sure. Not He's married I to recall. Alicia Masters.
2: There is she's... a female thing. Hang on a second. Look Get it up,
0: Chipley. Look it up.
2: But no. Sharon Ventura, uh, also known as She-Thing, is a fictional character She-thing. appearing in American comic books published by Marvel Comics. There is a picture of her. Weird. Okay, Mike so you're gonna uh, have to right.
1: obviously erase all this part right here because <laughs> we can't
2: have Ron being right and <laughs> yeah. me being no. wrong uh, keep no, this no, in no, my no. Uh, this is why we need to look it up Shipley but <laughs> Actually, no
0: Mia Kunis does have an official right. quote so okay. there's something okay. set in stone here uh, she's denied her involvement in the 2025 Marvel movie okay. she says I am not in Fantastic Four yeah. but then she said I know who is but I don't want to get in trouble with the mouse
2: yeah so the rumor so that was the rumor that went around and, and enraged some people on the internet I still think it was just a troll move no, I but right. i think margot robbie and then adam driver i'm hearing for for, uh, reed, right for reed
0: yeah well, i mean i could I, see that on both cases for sure
1: i could too and i i'm not one of those people that that hates adam driver no so
2: no
0: i think adam driver could pull off like reed's scientific neutrality that's always getting him in trouble yeah, yeah, I think yeah. he could really pull that yeah off well. yeah
2: yeah so because they're going to have to start i guess if it's set for 2025 they're going to have to Start announcing stuff soon. Well, it might be twenty twenty seven. Well, now with the writer strike, yeah. they
1: may they may bump it. That's why I was asking if they're going to recalendar some of this stuff.
2: They're going to have to recalendar some stuff because I, I think, think the only so. thing they still have for left for this year officially is Secret Invasion and the Marvels with the possibility of Loki mm-hmm. is still sometime this year.
1: But without Jonathan Majors, right?
2: No, they Marvel has, has stayed quiet on that. They really that front. have. Um, they
0: did give a release date for uh, Quantumania
2: on Disney Plus, yes. which is what,
0: the 13th? Is that right? 17th? Like that. 17th, okay. Yeah.
2: I mean, a lot of people first were wondering because they had an announcing thing. in, people were wondering is Marvel not going to show up because of the scandal going on with Majors? It's the same amount of time between Black Panther 2 hitting theaters and hitting Disney Plus. It's there was the same window oh, okay. time. Okay.
1: Yeah. Huh. Yeah. No, I mean I I'm all for it going to streaming. You know, internationally when they release movies overseas, I think it goes to D V D Day of the movie. Whoa, really? I think America might be one of the might be one of the few countries where there's a delay. And I think they do that to reduce piracy
0: in those countries. Oh Oh, in some yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, Oh,
2: and Shazam is this month too on HBO Max. Okay, That's cool. fast, too. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah, really yeah. fast.
0: That would be kind of kinda will... cool if you were leaving a movie theater and you could just, like, buy the DVD on your way out. I'll tell you, if you when, I oh, movie... yes, when I leave a movie theater.
1: that would be great. Yes, because when I leave a movie theater, a matter of fact, the, theaters, hyped could, up about the it. theaters could even increase their revenue by selling the DVD yeah. in the lobby when you leave. Oh,
2: because you're hyped. Because mm. like, you're hyped. I would
1: have bought, so, bought cocaine beer. Oh, I would have bought cocaine and the bear. <laughs> <Yeah>. But I'll
2: <laughs> tell you, hang on, because <laughs> I remember. Store some cocaine off this DVD cover <laughs> Because I remember when I was a kid, okay, kids, right? I don't do drugs. No, uh, this is
1: obviously we're anti. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but I remember when I was, I think maybe twelve or eleven or twelve years old, and I went to see Mr. Thomas Cruise and Top Gun.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And
1: at the end of the movie, right? Yeah, I leave in the theater and I walk out in the lobby, and there's a huge table with two military guys in dress whites, and they were signing people up. Oh, for oh, wow. the uh, naval for the Navy. To be naval aviators, they told them they're going to be naval aviators. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More than yeah, likely, yeah, yeah, yeah. they're going to scrub. They said summaries. you're going to be goose. You're going to no. You don't want to be goose. <laughs> you're going to be the new goose. Yes, you want to replace goose. <laughs> yeah, you going to be the rooster. Yeah, but so, that,
2: that explains that explains totally why the Navy let them shoot so much. Correct, because yeah. it was a great recruitment tool yeah, for the yeah, Navy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And sinister. so
1: if if and when I leave the movie, Ron, I'm thinking when I the first thing I think is how good was this movie, and am I going to buy it on DVD? That's mm-hmm. the first thing I'm thinking. Am I going to buy Still? this again? Yeah, well... Maybe not as much now, but but, but for, a the day, yeah, for a long time, for a long time, yeah. yeah. And uh, and so, if the theater had an option to where, like, right outside the theater, you you know, you leave. Let's say, in game, you're like, oh man, I I want to watch that again tonight at my house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I loved it so much, I don't want to wait a month until it streams. Yeah. Right? If they sold you the dvd in the lobby of the theater right next to the popcorn and the jujubes
2: yeah you, i mean that's
1: a great revenue maker for them right yeah mm-hmm.
2: it, they definitely do need to make shorter windows of time i mm. get the theater when they're like they don't want to do that okay. but honestly with your theater you're probably going to make your most money on a movie in the first three to four weeks probably and after that because my roommate saw john wick for saturday last saturday night and he said his showing there were like Empty. five people yeah yeah so by that mm. point everybody made it. your money because they don't really do dollar theaters no more i don't think dollar theaters really exist anymore oh, yeah, I guess not. even
1: even there at the end of the well, like windsor it was like the three dollar theater it, like, the $3. it wouldn't even the it wouldn't even the dollar theater anymore yeah.
2: That, that theater had so much personality. <laughs> you loved
1: that place, didn't you?
2: I l- loved it and on days it. <laughs> where I wanted to see a movie and not be bothered by right. people. Right. Sure, maybe the seat falls apart. Maybe I don't know what <laughs> I'm stepping in, right. but I was alone. <laughs> <laughs> maybe half the picture's on the, the screen and half the picture's on the curtain yeah. when you're watching it. But, it's your... but maybe this year at Comic-Con, maybe that's when they're going to finally start announcing stuff they generally
1: like to make a lot of big announcements at san diego so uh, yeah but we'll see this year with the rider strike
2: yeah and it looks like uh nobody's dropping out like e3 e3 is completely dead yeah, in the water bad. now yeah, yeah. Uh, but comic-con i think is still happening
1: yeah i think so
2: yeah they do something called the hunger games for hotels like you have to get in this giant lottery drawing yes. to hope that you get a hotel for uh comic-con
1: so every year i get two free retailer passes to comic-con okay awesome. and i generally give them away to, to friends and customers And I tell them I'm like, listen, I'm gonna give you these passes. The only thing I ask in return is that you hook me up with some of the con exclusives. Yeah. And so I remember one year I sent my my buddies and um, they called me. It was a preview night. So so San Diego is five days. Yep. So yeah, you have um,
2: Wednesday through Sunday.
1: Wednesday night and then Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Wednesday night's preview night. So he calls me Wednesday night, and he says, hey, we're out here. Um, I've got your shopping list. I've got like $300 in cash. They're about to open the doors here in two minutes. And uh, so I say, okay, stay on the phone with me. I'm going to tell you where to go. So he goes, okay. He goes, all right, they're opening the doors. He goes, oh, everybody's running. He goes, it's, it's a madhouse. <laughs> he goes, it's like the running of the nerds. He goes, it's, uh, he goes people are getting trampled. And I said, just, I said, just keep going. I said, go to the Hasbro booth. And um, he was able to get me all the exclusives except, he said, the Pop Funko booth he said was an absolute madhouse
2: that hasn't changed from what I understand he
1: said it was just a line, like a sea of people and everybody was holding up 20 dollars bills like those take my money memes you know yeah yeah, yeah 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 and uh they were just throwing pops at people and uh grabbing <laughs> 20s he was able to get most of it and he said that you're right that the problem in San Diego it's not the tickets it's a place to stay yeah and so there's people that are even they'll go across the border to Tijuana and stay oh, there, and stay in Mexico, oh, and uh, and drive to San Diego every day yeah. because you know wow. the the hotel rooms are much cheaper. Yeah, now uh, you have a chance of of possibly getting shot yeah. in Tijuana. But that's a part of the excitement, but that's a part <laughs> of the excitement. He yeah. just chalked that up to and then yeah. um and but you, you're basically at San Diego Comic Con, you're dropping a quarter of a million people into yeah. a city that has about it's, twenty thousand hotel rooms.
2: They also will do like so Hall H is. Where they—that's the big one. It's the big one where usually the big studios will come and show their wares for the coming year, and they start the line, and people will stay the night, like basically sleeping in the street. So you're not guaranteed. They don't like Dragon Con. Mm-hmm. They they empty the the rooms between panels, and Hall H, you're you're in there. You get to stay the whole day. Right. Um. So people will stay overnight just hoping they get into hall h
1: so they'll camp out because hall h is usually so for instance when marvel was promoting avengers hall h is where they had robert Downey jr scarlett johansson and all of them yeah. all of them Chris yeah. Hemsworth, and they would do big panels yeah and um but people i know who are in hall h they said if unless you got there the night before You're sitting in the very back of a huge auditorium. If you even get in, yeah. If you even get in. And you're watching it probably on a screen, because they have two or three screens. (laughs) You're like,
2: that blur looks like Robert (laughs) Downey Jr.
1: You know, you're trying to zoom on your phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but yeah, you're right. Just because you... I couldn't do it.
2: I I, like I, t- no dr- so, I mean, you'd have to make sure you have drinks and food. This is my problem. If okay. I'm going
1: to San Diego for five days, yeah, do I really want to spend a day and a half making sure I get into Hall H out of my five days? And Just a
2: chair for Robert Downey Jr. for like a few seconds. For
1: Yeah, and you're and you're going to be watching him on screen, more than likely. You're not yeah, even going yeah, to be yeah. close to the, yeah. the stage. And because
2: nowadays, most of the time when they show a trailer, mm-hmm. that trailer gets put up online like...
1: Instantly almost. Like,
2: yeah, like, yeah, so... Someone
1: sneaks footage and...
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah. You're even if not that. Sometimes nowadays, they because of that sneaking footage and stuff, they release it. They release it. Yeah, yeah. it's always funny because you can always find like shadowy people on TikTok that are live streaming it. It is always <laughs> funny because you'll you'll see when they get caught when you see like a burly man running towards like a them. hand <laughs> over the camera and <laughs> yeah, or the uh, the phone starts messing up like Blair Witch scrambling. <laughs> but I can tell you uh, just a funny story here mm-hmm. is uh, one year I was at DragonCon and Bill tasked me with taking a book to get Neil Adams as I write, like the classic.
1: It was a Green Lantern 76. Yeah. Ooh. So it's um, uh, the classic him and Green Arrow yeah. uh, team up, first team up. So
2: Bill's like, Shipley, I'm gonna give you this Batman statue. This is yours. And all you have to do for me is you have to take this to Dragon Con. Don't mess it up, Shipley. <laughs> it's very very generous offer on yeah, my part. because uh, Bill knows how I am with my comics. And Bill's like, you need to, on Saturday, meet this guy just hand it to him and he'll go get it autographed and everything bill didn't even give me the opportunity to meet neil adams (laughs) so i got there i immediately put it in the safe and i find the guy and he's basically sitting on the ground with his girlfriend and i come up to him and go i think i'm supposed to give you this comic and he's like yeah yeah Yeah, i'm the guy (laughs) and i couldn't get a hold of bill because i had cricket No, you know, if Cricket wants to ever sponsor the show, I apologize. But my cell reception wasn't great. I was like, can you give me some kind of proof of evidence? Because I don't want to be on Bill's bad side. And then he pulled out a receipt and wrote on the back of it, gave me comic. That's
1: legit. That's legit.
2: (laughs) So at that point, I was just like, this is with God now, I guess.
1: (laughs) It was like some weird shady mule, like, drug deal. It was so weird. It was
2: just the dude sitting on a corner on the ground with his girlfriend next to him hey listen
1: don't ask me about my means and my ways Ron. okay (laughs)
2: yeah yeah yeah. i'm I'm somebody that knows people
1: let's just leave it at that
2: all right
1: yeah but you got it i I hope i did get it (laughs) okay good Yeah.
2: yeah what are you gonna do with the tickets this year
1: Our buddy, remember, uh, he came on our podcast, Tyler?
2: Oh, yeah, he's going to come back uh, soon. He is. Yeah. So
1: him and his wife, I gave them to them this year. Oh, cool. And so I think they've booked, I think they actually were able to find some places to stay. Not in San Diego, but like in a close suburb or city close by. Okay. So he's going to go this year, and um, I'm going to see if he can maybe bring me some stuff back.
2: His YouTube channel is called TJ Toy Hunts.
1: And if you've never had a chance to watch it's awesome because Tyler goes around the southeast to different toy stores, and he records. Um, so he's been to, like, South Carolina and Georgia, and, and he'll record the stores and, like, all the cool stuff they have and him digging through the toys. And so it's kind of a cool way, if you kind of miss going to Toys R Us, which I do, <laughs> yeah, um, sure. it's, it's kind of a cool way to live vicariously through somebody else's, you know, uh, toy hunt. Yeah.
0: yeah, there's one I favor a lot. An uh, AEW wrestler, uh, Ethan Page, has one mm-hmm. of those he puts up every Sunday. So entertaining.
1: That's and awesome. Same thing, doing, like, hunting toys.
0: Yeah, they'll, you know, they travel around as wrestlers. Anytime he's in a town, he'll find a local shop and shoot a little video there.
2: That's cool. We're going to make him our San Diego Comic-Con, uh, you know, like He reporter. should be our man on the floor. He's going to be our man on the floor. He's got to come back and tell us some fun stories. Well, I can't wait. But well, these of- years you and I should go, Ron. We should do it. San Diego? Yeah. Yeah, I think we should. I'll bring more than one pair of underwear. <laughs> oh, well. Do you remember that story? Yes. Do you So, have, yeah. uh, just just
1: for the just for reference, I'm just going to be real quick. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I sent two of my friends one year to uh, to San Diego, and um, I, they came back, and I remember asking my one friend, I said, how'd the trip go? Mm-hmm. He said, it was, "It was it was okay. He said, but the other guy that went with me he said, he only packed, I think, one pair of underwear oh, for the no. entire trip. Oh, no. And I said, well, h- how do you know this? Uh-oh. And he said, well, the, the, the second night, he was wearing his underwear in the hotel room. And I said, hey, where are you going? And he goes, I'm going down to the, um, the hot tub. And he said, why are you doing that? And he said, well, I want to I kind of clean. He got, I only brought one pair of underwear. And I figure <laughs> if I get in the hot tub oh, God. with the, uh, the bubbles and the the heat, <laughs> That it'll disinfect the underwear. And so he goes down to the hot tub in the hotel, right? And it's uh, I guess it's like in the lobby or like in the swim pool room or something. And sh- and then sh- about 10 minutes later, Sean says, he- there's a knock at the door, and he's back from the hot tub. And he says, hey, uh, the- you weren't down there that long. And he says, well, when I went down there, he goes, I got in the hot tub, but there was a couple, like a guy and a girl, and they were kind of making out. <laughs> And Sean said, "Well, so what'd you do?" And he says, "So I just sat in the hot tub and watched him." Oh God! <gasps> and uh, oh, no. he said, "Uh, he said then it, <laughs> he said when uh, when the uh, the ladies the I guess the ladies' bikini top came off." He says, oh. "I decided to get up out of the hot tub and leave." At that point,
2: a signal. That's a signal. That so,
1: but they were they weren't apparently the couple. They weren't uh. And that
2: must have been one of their kinks, like watching a giant with some um, dirty underwear. Oh, no. <laughs> it was just watching. Oh. But yeah, so. <laughs> He had
1: only brought one pair of underwear, and he decided that for the five days he was going to go wash them every night and wear them in the hot tub. So that's why
2: I tell you that's why when I go to hotels, I don't like getting in the hot tubs. No, No, I don't think I anymore. I I get kind of freaked out sometimes just in a hotel. So I tell you, you worry like how clean it is. I
1: worked at the Hyatt Regency downtown Knoxville for maybe a year or two. Yeah, and I became friends with a lot of the housekeepers. Mm. And one of the housekeepers one day told me, she says, uh, whenever you stay in a hotel, I'm going to give you a piece of advice. I said, what's that? And she says, always take the comforter off your bed. Really? And I said, why is that? And she said, well, because anytime we turn that room, we take the sheets and we wash them. We put them back on the bed. The comforter, we might wash twice a year.
2: Oh, <gasps> a, a year.
1: Twice a year. Mm. Because it's so thick and heavy and it has to go in like a different machine from the sheets.
0: All right. Oh, my mm. goodness.
1: So the comforter when i go into a hotel room it gets stripped off the bed it gets first stripped thing
0: off. first thing okay it just and, stands uh, up on its own in the corner
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy
1: so yeah just keep that in mind ron when you, you and i are in san diego if you're staying in a hotel for mm-hmm.
2: more than a few days do you usually tip i do okay
1: i tip and if i'm staying more than two nights i bring my own pillow
2: wow okay did you uh so we're just going all over the place tonight <laughs> do you have any fun free comic book day stories
1: there's the one instance with the Free Comic Book Day story where I left early one night. And, uh, <laughs>
2: on Free and, Comic Book Day. Yeah. Right, so so you, I left
1: and, I left at 7. Okay. So when I say early, we close at 8. Yeah. Okay. And I left an hour early right. thinking and that
2: and you were like, it's, what can it's, go wrong, right? Is, it's the, the last hour is usually slow. The last hour is slow. There's, and this is a good idea for people that are coming this... For, uh, from 7 to from, 8 is a great time yeah, to come because... If you're coming on Saturday, this Saturday, May 6th, yes. the last two hours are the best, uh, especially if you want to get a little bit more quality time probably with ryan yeah yeah if you want to uh, hang Wally out and shipley yeah. um you know uh you're going to have a lot because i think like it's usually like it starts to die down so yeah. at seven o'clock you were like hey let me go eat dinner so at seven family. i'm
1: thinking yeah i haven't seen my family in like three days cause I've been getting ready for this big free comic book day and uh i'm gonna go ahead and, and, and sneak out and get a dinner with
2: them. but for this one here you were like hey we're gonna i'm going to leave early
1: i'm leaving early yeah, to i've been wor- hang out with the fam i've been working hard for 72 hours yeah it's only an hour right what well, can go wrong yeah so i'm out of the store for i don't even make it home so probably 15 minutes i'm in the <laughs> car and yeah. i get a phone call and it's the guy left in charge of the store oh. yeah and he says hey um i need you to talk to this guy named trey he's uh he's pulled a knife
2: Oh, what? <laughs> inside
1: this he goes he goes yeah he's got like this giant buoy knife like he was describing it to me he made it sound yeah. like it was just, just almost like a machete is it
2: buoy or bowie I think it's Bowie, because David it, Bowie, uh, That's why I was Sam always Bowie, right? After, I was always after David Bowie. David Wait, Bowie. no, 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 you're right, David Bowie. <laughs> why would sorry. David Bowie need a knife? <laughs> I, don't, <Is> <laughs> I don't know. Is this Labyrinth? I don't know, man. Oh, my God, I'm embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> Go we're we're definitely leaving this part in, Mike. <laughs> he, this yes. part stays. Well, I get to keep the one part where I was right about something. <laughs> okay, there's a trade-off. Okay, yeah. so, so I was call- so high on myself from being right earlier. <laughs> you're starting to feel cocky. <laughs> yeah. So he, uh, <laughs> he
1: calls me, and he says, listen, he goes... Trey's pulled a knife, and he's threatening oh. to cut himself. <laughs> and I said, what? And he goes, yeah, he's got this giant Bowie knife. He's in the
2: corner of the and store. And he's singing David Bowie songs. <laughs> and,
1: uh, so I say, okay, put Trey on the phone. So I get Trey on the phone. And you know, talk him down. And I talk him down. What? I'm like, listen, what are you doing? He goes, ah, he goes, I don't really have a knife. He goes, I was just told to tell him that, you know, my uncle's coming to pick me up, and it's cold outside, and I don't want to wait outside. <laughs> and I, I want to wait in the corner, and Sean's making me wait outside. And I said, well, <laughs> I said, I'll tell you what. I said, go sit in the corner in the in the table." It's, like, it's like I was dealing with two six-year-olds. I said, go sit in the corner yeah, in the ta- yeah, yeah. and look out the window. When your uncle sh- shows up, yeah. go outside and leave with yeah, yeah, yeah. Uncle yeah. Hugh. Yeah, and
2: Because uh, you're trying to run a business started, Yeah,
1: because there's still people in my have customers in the yeah, store. People, that so, this, may,
2: this may be their first time in the store, and, and they're seeing a guy a screaming knife fight. about a knife. Yeah. <laughs> and so
1: um, I, I say, okay, Trey, put, get, get, put Sean on the phone. And so I, I get Sean on the phone. I'm like, Sean. Let Trey stay in the store. He's going to stay in the corner. He's not going to say anything to you. Uh, his uncle's going to come pick him up. It's going to be okay. You, just, you know, it's going to take like five minutes. And so five minutes later, the whole, the whole thing de-escalated. Uncle Hugh came and picked him up. However... Uh- This wasn't the only.
2: Did you have to come back that night, or were you able? No, no,
1: no. I, I I, luckily I was able to talk both of them down. Were you
2: able to enjoy your dinner with your family? We have no back. Okay, no.
1: From that point on, it was all I was thinking about was I hope, uh, hope nobody gets cut in my story.
0: Blood splatters (laughs) on the posters. Yeah.
1: So fast forward about maybe a year later, I think, and um, these same two guys, believe it or not, traveled to MegaCon in Orlando together to go to a convention
2: okay did the one bring more underwear this time
1: that's gonna go we'll leave that for a later story but what did happen they were at the convention yeah and the trey had wanted to get a captain america sketch from frank cho okay cool so he asked sean one day because sean was an artist alley he says hey do you think frank cho would do me a captain america sketch and sean said right now frank cho's not doing any sketches for the convention he doesn't want to draw okay and Trey looks at Sean dead in the eye and says, I bet for $25 he will.
0: <laughs>
1: and he goes, What? And he goes, Yeah, if I offer him $25, I bet he'll draw me a Captain hey, America. Hey, Frank
2: Cho, you want, I got five at Lincoln's that want to say hi to you. <laughs>
1: so he, uh, so Sean just kind of laughs it off, you know, because Frank Cho charges like $500 a sketch or something, $1,000 a sketch. Yeah, okay. So fast forward the next night sean comes back in the hotel room and he sees he sees trey's sketchbook sitting there and he starts flipping through it and there is a dozen captain america sketches maybe 15. by mm. frank Cho. well he's flipping back in the last two oh no there's one that's somebody like a qbert and then i think the last one's a frank Cho. oh, oh no and he starts looking at these sketches and after a while he notices something he notices that all these sketches have uh these inscriptions made and it says each one kind of says about the same thing along the lines of, Dear Albert, uh, thank you for your sacrifice. Your country owes you a debt of gratitude. <laughs> and so he he, he, he and, and he flips to the next one. It's like, uh, Albert, your country can never repay what you've done. Thank you. Thank you for your service. And so he asked Trey, he says, Hey, what's up with, how'd you get this Frank Cho sketch? And what's up with all these other sketches? And Trey goes, Well, he wouldn't do any sketches like you said. So I told him that my brother lost a leg in Fallujah,
2: <gasps>
1: and that his oh. name was his name was Albert.
2: Wait, so he. And <laughs> uses... that, hang hey. on, hang on, hang
1: on. And that, he the reason he joined the military is because he loved Captain America, <gasps> and that his favorite character is Captain America. And this was Trey's favorite
2: character. Okay.
1: And Trey's first name was Albert, so okay. he he goes he told him that he had a brother named Albert who had uh, stepped on an IED in <laughs> uh, in Fallujah and had lost a leg. <sighs> Wait, um, so he's
2: doing stolen valor to.
1: Almost like. He wasn't stealing the valor because he was telling them that it was his brother. (laughs) So he wasn't claiming to be. Valor adjacent. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And, uh. And so Charles looking, at him. He goes, Trey, this is this is like the worst thing I think I've ever seen." And Trey's like, "What do you mean?" That is horrible. And he goes, "The car, by Trey. He goes, "I don't even want to drive back with you now. Yeah. I mean, something's <laughs> going to happen in the car, dude. Like you're going to get into an accident. You're going to get struck by lightning or something." Yeah. Wow. And uh, but every single sketch would have like, uh, <gasps> "Dear Albert, uh, I can't. You're, my condolences." So I'll tell you
2: right now, if anybody comes in the store on Saturday yeah. and starts that line with Ryan Ollie, we're just pulling you out of line.
1: <laughs> <laughs> there better be some video proof.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Wow that's crazy.
1: Crazy.
2: But that just shows like the fun well (laughs) the characters that you sometimes get. Yeah yeah Yeah.
1: yeah. and um it's one of the things that it it does make it a lot more enjoyable to come to work because you never know who you're gonna meet. Yeah yeah. You never know what you're gonna see. People bring in all kinds of stuff. Yeah. One of my favorites of course is uh our buddy Sweet Tennessee Lee. Is it time
2: for let's uh let's go ahead uh gather around the campfire. Uh, it's time for the battle, of Sweet Tennessee Lee.
1: So, how about another Sweet Tennessee Lee story? She yes. So, this is another one of my favorites. He, um,
2: he. Uh, now, let's. Uh, if this is the first time mm-hmm. somebody hears, who is Sweet Tennessee so, Lee?
1: So, Sweet Tennessee Lee. At our old location, we uh, we were next to a. I guess you would call it a tenement motel.
2: Yes. At that point, it had it was a tenement. You
1: could stay there for about four hundred dollars a month, and that included your electric and your cable. Mm-hmm. So, it was super cheap. Yeah. Really run down, and a lot of people that were living on government housing, su- housing like, yeah. checks, cause subsidy checks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so Sweet Tennessee Lee was one of those guys. He, he got, like, a check. He would come by the store uh, almost every day. We'd have him do, like, errands for us. Yes. He was almost kind of like, and, you know, we'd, we'd give him a little bit of cash. Yeah. And um,
2: He had some fun stories. So
1: he would like to tell. So when he get in the store, he would like to tell stories.
2: Definitely uh, look into our, if you've not heard it, listen to our catalog. There's a so great episode where he tells a story about the time he met house md and uh was chased down by the, the massad the Mossad. yeah yep.
1: this story he told me he said that one time he told us he was a ghost dancer so <laughs> i a ghost dancer? so that's what i said right so yeah, I, yeah. i'm like okay lee i'm gonna go with this what's a ghost dancer and he says well to become a ghost dancer you have to you have to be anointed by like an indian chief okay. and that okay. you have to go into a sweat lodge and do, like, some type of a sweat.
2: And you're gonna see the, like, the... And you uh, see a spirit,
1: yeah. like, your spirit animal or whatever. Yep. So he goes in this thing, and he says he doesn't eat for, like, three days. And, you know, it's they have, uh... I guess it's like a sauna in there, literally. Yeah. <laughs> they're just sweating. Yeah. And I guess they're smoking some stuff. He called it the powwow blend. Okay. So I'm not sure exactly what that was. Okay. But he said that, um once he was anointed a ghost dancer by the Choctaw, it was the Choctaw tribe, Okay. that he could not be killed by mortal man. Is <laughs> really? Yeah. He said uh, yeah. Wow, he, said he right. proved this by one time he was... Now, to be, to
2: be clear, uh-huh. Sweet Tennessee Lee has passed away.
1: So Sweet Tennessee Lee has passed away. Okay. All yeah, right, yeah. Right. yeah. All right. So he said to... Uh, <laughs> Why
2: would you have to get so depressing? <laughs> I had to declare that at least at one point it wore off
1: okay (laughs) well maybe (laughs) he was killed by an immortal that's true okay (laughs) so he said that um he realized this because one day he was he was riding horseback and he had accidentally trespassed onto someone's land Mm -hmm. and they came out and shot him three times with a shotgun and he kind of described it like in dances with wolves where he's on the horse he puts his and he puts his arms out yeah and he said but that no bullets could hurt him Wow. So he decided, since he had um, he had been um, he had been deemed a ghost dancer. I guess
2: if you're that guy that shoots him after the third time, you're like, okay, you can trespass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You I have mean, earned it at this point. You know, <laughs> yeah. you're just happy
1: you haven't hit the horse, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he says, since he was a ghost dancer, he wanted to uh, <laughs> he wanted to go and um, put it to use and become a secret like a secret agent. Oh. oh. So he decides he um, he goes over to to England. And is is knight secretly knighted by the queen?
2: So he just decides I'm a secret agent now. So
1: I'm... he well he's he's decided he's heard that Britain has a um, is it the MI five program mm-hmm. like their secret yeah. agents program, and he's decided that he's going to become almost like a James Bond.
0: Oh, like okay. you used apply for that, you know, sign up. So yeah, yeah
1: you go over there and you, what are
0: your special skills?
1: <laughs> I can't be killed by a
0: he's human. He's,
1: he's a ghost agent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he had other skills he said he built a uh, a car from scratch one time <laughs> so i don't even know what that means how do you build <laughs> yeah. a car from scratch yeah. and then he entered it into a race and they won second place of course he did yeah. but okay so he, he's he flies so, to england so he flies to england and okay. he goes and he goes to talk to the queen and says listen i want Just to join Gets an
2: audience with the queen sure i mean he's a ghost dancer <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah so he
1: goes in and says listen i want to join your in i cannot five wait program. till
2: that episode of the crown <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, it's gonna be one of the best <laughs> yeah
1: he says i want to become a secret agent kind of like a o 006 or 007 agent yeah 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 and the queen says she So first he says that she knighted him so where of he course. kneels down yeah. and she takes a sword and okay. uh puts on both sides of his shoulder yeah and then she, she sent him to train at uh, on devil's island whoa with a bunch of other mi5 trainees this is an exciting
2: week for him so he's I mean, he's lived a he's lived a life yeah
1: and so he goes to the island and the trainees, they have like a big bunkhouse. He's, he's telling me, and they're all living together, but they're training together. Okay. And they eat they everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you got um, to bond. You have to bond. It's almost like a Navy SEAL, like Hell Week.
2: Yep. That's where the bond in James Bond comes from. because uh, they bond of course, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
1: Shaken, but not stirred. <laughs> yeah. And he, uh, so during training, they're doing like um, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and hand-to-hand combat and small weapons training, he said. Mm. And when they do hand-to-hand combat, he says there's one guy there that's just notorious for uh snapping people's necks. Really? He's, he's just snaps snapper. So and I I said, What do you mean? Like um, like bad guys? He says, No, no, like the trainees. Like while we're training. Just gets carried away. There's one guy who gets carried away, <laughs> and he's just while they're training with other people, he'll put him in a chokehold and snap their necks. <sighs> and I said, uh, I said, Really? And he goes, Yeah, and um he became the one that they call double O seven. <laughs> Whoa. And I said, James Bond? And he said, no, 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 Sean Connery. Not James <laughs> oh Bond. Oh, my God. He said Sean Connery was on Devil's Island with him. So Sean Connery? While they were training to become MI5. Wait,
2: so Sean Connery was
1: typecast? So Sean Connery was actually a legit neck snapper.
2: <laughs> so he just neck snap people?
1: Just neck snapped. And they said that he had snapped, I think, at the end of the, the two-week training, he had snapped five or six guys' necks. And so they, the people in the class started nicknaming Bojangles.
2: Jangles. <laughs> What? what? Bojangles. How does what what does that have to do with neck snapping? You
1: know, Bojangles. Mr. Bojangles.
2: <laughs> okay. okay. So he uh So his nickname is so Sean Connery's nickname is Bojangles.
1: So whenever we would talk about like, I'd be like, Lee, um, you know, who is your favorite who is your favorite bond? He'd be like, certainly not that summer of a bitch, Mr. Bojangles. <laughs> He harbored he harbored this resentment against well, Sean Connery all really, these years.
2: Yeah, if somebody started just snapping your neck, wouldn't you harbor resentment?
1: He was also convinced that Joe Biden had stolen his Corvette in a card game back in the sixties. <laughs> he was
2: still driving around in it. <laughs> and he was he was like, Hey, how do I get my car back from Joe Biden? So okay, so does he end up joining MI6? Is that does that come part in the story? Or oh, well, I think I don't recall. I don't think he got into I think the
1: story ended with when um
2: So are the 007 movies with Sean Connery, of course, are yeah. those based on true stories? <laughs> They're documentaries. I didn't yes. see any I didn't see any next snap in any of those Bond movies. <laughs> well they had to take that part out so they didn't you know, so they can say, Hey, this is based on a likeness. So uh I'm not sure, but That's uh, crazy. Yeah. Well see yeah. as a
0: ghost dancer, he didn't have to worry about the broken neck. He got it around no. it. No,
2: no, no, he couldn't be killed. Well, Sean Conner would be like, I'm gonna do a bad Sean Connery percentage <laughs> here. I snapped your neck and you're still a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Robin of Locksley. <laughs> that was pretty good. Thank you. That's hysterical.
1: If you uh, and I've probably said this before, but if you hooked him up to a lie detector while he was telling you these stories He believed him. One hundred and two percent believed him.
2: Yeah. That's crazy. I don't know how we follow that. <laughs> it's tough. Three days away from free Book day. That's right.
1: Woo. Saturday um, from a uh, ten to eight.
2: Yep. So the first thing, just so everybody know, there's talk, there may be rain. Bring umbrellas, ponchos, rain, your slickers, all that stuff just to be on the safe side. It will es- definitely be... Especially if you're coming early. Yeah. yeah, and it's good to come early because what are we doing for the first 12 families? So I think we're going to have...
1: Goodie bags, mm-hmm. uh something similar we did uh, last few years, but this year I know one of the uh the cool things we're giving away to the first twelve exclusive Funko Pop of a uh, demon Etrigan. Wow. Do this as a as a rhyme, in verse.
2: <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, uh hype they, uh, it hype it up in in verse.
0: If you're up early and you're scheming, mm-hmm. come to a Comics Exchange and get the demon.
2: Oh, oh yes. That's good, Mike. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, so the first twelve are gonna get the first twelve families are gonna get the Funko Pop and some other goodies. Yes, and then we're, I mean, so I, we got a
1: bunch of the Demon Funkos, so we'll yep. give give—we'll give a bunch away to the first 12, and then we'll also uh, give some away throughout the day for like trivia prizes and contest prizes.
2: Yep, we're gonna have trivia contests throughout the day. Mm. Uh, we'll also be giving away at the end of the day, we'll probably announce it on the following week's uh, podcast, mm-hmm. uh, but we're gonna do a $50 gift card to the movie theater of your choice. Yes. Um uh, Regal so we- AMC or Cinemark if you're in Oak Ridge. So you can go see the uh new Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Oh, Hopefully sweet.
1: you'll go see Guardians three.
2: Yep. And enter this is super simple. Just if you come to Free Comic Day, find me and just whisper, look it up ship land in my ear. <laughs> Central voice please. Well um, yeah, do it do it yeah. kind of seductively. <laughs> uh, and I'll put you into the drawing at the end of the day, somebody cool draw one name out and that person will win the fifty dollar gift card. It's
1: gonna be fantastic. I can't wait.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're also giving away shirts.
0: Yeah, uh, friend of the show, Amy Knight, who's actually starting her own podcast with Jamie Skull called Tales from the Tipped about the service industry. Uh, she's Not whipping circumcision. Up. No, no, <laughs> no.
2: <sighs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> she's whipping us up some lovely podcast shirts for the day. We haven't determined how we're going to distribute those amongst the fans, but uh, we'll get some of those in your hands. I think we're going to have 10 of them on hand.
2: Uh, so yeah, so we'll have those. Um, also, uh, what are the deals going on?
1: So we're going to be running um, pretty similar deals that
2: we've ran the past few
1: years. So it's going to be half off of all graphic novels, hardbacks, trade paperbacks, T-shirts, posters, omnibuses, omnibuses, Omnibus.
2: omnibuy yeah. Uh, <laughs> A murder of omnibuses. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and then we're going to uh, we're going to be doing our Funko Pops and our back issues are all going to be buy two get one free. Nice. Awesome uh and then all our statues toys minibus are all going to be 20 percent off everything in the store
2: very cool
0: i've so. got to get a list together it's, it's sneaking up on me I gotta yeah get it together oh yeah no yeah. If,
1: if you've ever been on the fence uh, about buying you know you're kind of like well it's 40 bucks but now it's 20. so yeah. uh yeah this is the time to definitely to definitely take the plunge perfect time to
2: uh if you got some holes in your collection to sure fill mm-hmm. those out. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's some awesome collections over there. I was looking today. Got so many cool, like, omnibuses and yeah. col- full collections of uh, writers and artists runs on books.
1: Yeah, and yeah. It's, a, it's a good way for us to kind of thin out our inventory a little bit. But at the same time, it's also a good way for us to thank the customers by giving them, like, a really sweet deal. On I mean, because at 50% off, it's pretty much our cost. Yeah, and so. if you
2: want to pick up your <clears throat> weekly comics, you can do that t- the day as well. Um, and if you're new to the store... And you do say, hey, I want to start uh, getting a subscription because subscription gives you 20% off of 20% off everything anyway. Everything in the store.
1: So, yeah, if you have a folder here, you basically get 20% off like the toys, the statues, the comics.
2: He has like, he'll have at the front with uh, Bill and Lane. Just ask one of them and they can give you like a sheet to fill out and you can just bring it up back whenever.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
2: Yeah, it's gonna be fun.
1: It's one of my favorite days of the year, and I get to see so many people, and uh, it's just cool putting a lot of comics on a lot of kids' hands.
2: Yeah, and when we say Free Comic Day, up to ten per person.
1: A lot of times, we'll uh, if you get in line twice, we we'll, you know we'll, we'll let you get twenty. But yeah. just uh, just that way, we try and make sure everybody has a chance to get as many you know as many books as they can.
0: Yeah. Have you ever had anyone come into the store under the assumption that just all the comic books are free, like it's Free Comic Book Day? They can just have any <laughs> free book they want. Is so
1: they'll. Yes, yes. That, that joke, it, you know. It's yeah. The first couple times it was it was it was kind of new, but after a while you you get tired of that one. That's hysterical. Yeah.
2: And I would say if you're coming if you're coming later a day, you know, if you're looking for like the DC or the Marvel books, mm-hmm. there's gonna be plenty of those. Yeah. But if you are looking at one of the. Um, more independent titles for free comic day, you probably want to get here a little early.
1: So it's weird, the the books we run out of first. And you noticed yeah. this last year, Ron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You would think it'd be like the Spider-Man or the Batman stuff, yeah. but those we order so many of, it's always like some oddball book that's the first one we run yeah. out of.
2: Something independent. Yeah. Um, a lot of times the manga stuff goes quick too.
1: Yeah. Or a lot of times it'll be some kind of like a weird cult thing that me and Ryan never heard of. Yeah. We're old, but like all the, all the young kids are hit yeah. to.
2: Hmm. Yeah. Something beanie babies. I don't know you kids, <laughs> what, <laughs> what your kids are into and the free comics no purchase necessary
1: right so it's just um you know we're just happy to see people in the store if they buy something that's cool if not uh like i said we're just happy to to give them some free comics
2: yeah and we'll have it set here for people that are doing otley and free comic books day and then people are Mm -hmm. just in line to do the free comics and the extra all the other stuff right correct And, and
1: and this is the other thing too so if you can't make it saturday you can still come sunday we always have free books left yep now, Ot- Ron Otley won't be here Sunday, unfortunately. But if you no. uh if you do still want to pick up some free books, uh we got to get rid of these things because yeah. we got a bunch. And <laughs> mm-hmm. if you so.
2: are coming for Otley, just to kind of go over what he's going to be doing, the first two books that you want signed are at no cost. Yes, so, and then oh, I think after amazing. that it's only five dollars a book. Yeah, every five dollars for every signature thereafter. Wow. Uh, CGC graded signatures will be thirty per book, mm-hmm. and we're going to have a representative on site that. Can immediately. So
1: I think his art rep is going to uh, send him into CGC. Okay. Oh, is that He's what it's going to be? Okay. Yeah, yeah. He's a CGC rep, I think. Wow.
0: That's cool. Very cool. cool. Uh-huh.
2: Uh, hit sketches are 650 uh Bust will be 1250 and Otley will be doing Remarks. For 150? 150 150 per Remark. Uh, for the Remarks, and this is, I think, only for the Remarks, yeah. uh, it'll just be Invincible, Omni-Man, and Spider-Man. Good choices. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. yeah, And if you're looking for the perfect book to get signed, or Remark drawn on, mm-hmm. uh, we will have books here ourselves. Mm-hmm. And then Otley will have books as well. But yeah, uh, so far it looks like, and hopefully this will change by Saturday, but early it's going to be rain, but then we're going to yeah. be kind of it's going to be a little nicer during the afternoon so if you are coming early just plan accordingly maybe an umbrella yeah because unfortunately we don't have any awnings or anything outside i missed my old awning the awnings were nice the awning was nice yeah and and didn't you say you feel bad when you look outside at the people in the rain i do
1: it was like that last year because you know you can see them through the window and they're all lined up and they're looking at you and you're (laughs) looking at we
2: have breakfast too
1: and you're looking at them I think we, we, we may we have been eating like chicken biscuits or something. We were something. eating
2: chicken biscuits, and they were all shivering in the rain. <laughs> oh,
1: wow. Well. Yeah. But no, so
2: I think last year we
1: actually um, – didn't we open the doors a little early because we felt so bad? We felt so oh, bad, yeah, Likely, yeah, yeah. yeah, We had
0: to let them get in yeah. the dry. Now, that's customer service. Yeah, that officially
2: is. Officially, 10. Uh, but, but yeah. with the rain, maybe. Maybe nine. Yeah. 9.45. Yeah. yeah. But I just say, you know, get here a little early if you do want to get in all that Funko and some extra free stuff. But if you do come later in the day – we're going to do the drawings throughout the day we usually mm-hmm. uh do it sporadically like on the hour or something like that
1: we try and space it out so even if you come later in the evening you still have plenty of chances to win free stuff and don't forget to bring uh dress up oh yeah i've had a lot of people sending me texts about costumes oh
2: uh, really okay cool
1: one guy his uh his name was blazing blazing furry like nice. blazing fury. Yeah, oh, nice. that's okay. he was The blazing fury. Yeah, I get and it. And he wanted to know if uh, furry costumes were Everything right. okay. Everything is allowed. So that's what I told yeah. him, dude. I said, the more the merrier. I said, yeah. bring bring the whole uh, the whole. Clan. And again,
2: in this case, come see me. I'll be going around the store taking pictures, and I'll get your picture. For and they the just judges. need to whisper
1: seductively into your ear, right? Take,
2: a, take my picture. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, and also, uh, you know, your kids. We're gonna have separate. Co- don't don't have the kids whispered by you. That'd be weird. Um, uh, but uh, we're gonna do hundred dollar first prize for both adults and kids yes fifty dollars for second place and twenty five dollar gift certificates to the comics exchange uh for third place and they don't expire no yeah no super cool yeah yeah i hate i hate when they go that happened to me one
1: time i bought some gift certificates for a german restaurant yeah and uh i went out and used it one time and i still had like forty dollars left and so i told my wife i said we'll come back this place it was good yeah yeah yeah. and then uh
2: we went back like was it the one like kind of farragut yeah oh that's a good that was a good german restaurant it closed Really? Linderhofer or whatever? Yeah, that, I was there one time. Me and my friends were there so late mm-hmm. that they wanted to close. So they actually, the guy came out with like an accordion and started, <laughs> started playing. playing music <laughs> to get us to leave. Yeah. But they closed and you didn't. Yeah, and that sucks. 40 bucks down the drain. Late. Yeah. Wasted. Yeah. So these don't. Um, these never expire. But, so we'll probably announce the winners um, probably next week.
1: Yeah. And I think we're going to have... Um, a celebrity panel of judges pick the winners. Right?
2: Yeah, we're gonna have some celebrity panel judges. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we we definitely hope we can see you uh, on Saturday. It's a cool. It's, it's a fun time.
1: If you've never been to one, it, it's a blast.
2: Books of the week. Book of the week. Book yeah. of the um, week. It was. It was. A, it's a strong week.
1: I thought so. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Usually in the past, like Free Comic Book Day week, it's not a lot of book stuff. It's
1: kind of a mixed bag. Sometimes yeah. they'll, they'll want to get something out before a movie because usually a weekend is uh, yep. uh, generally Marvel's weekend for movies. Yep.
2: Yeah. Oh, and by the way, if you come in on Saturday, we're excited to talk about Guardians of the Galaxy, but just be mindful of the people around you. Don't be spoiling. Uh, good, point, good point. Because a lot of people aren't gonna get to see it until the weekend. Right. We're hoping to see it after the show. Hopefully store we're gonna go, uh, they're gonna go Saturday night. Yeah, yeah. But just don't just be mindful of people. Even if you're super, you're gonna be super excited to talk about it, I know. Yeah, it's gonna be a fantastic um, movie. Yeah. My book of the week is Edge of Spider Verse. It's uh, now
1: there has there's been a previous Edge of Spider Verse. There hasn't was there? yeah
2: they did it last year they introduced some characters. Uh, this one looks like maybe the introduction of the Spider Killer. Yeah, I don't really know any of the creators on this, but it does look fun. Uh, the main story is the the Spider Rex, the the T Rex Spider Man. It looks like a fun book. It's it's probably... It's nothing to do... You don't need to be reading any other right. of the Marvel books right now to understand Edge of Spider-Verse. It's just... Kind of a standalone, isn't it? Standalone. Mm. It looks like it's two fun stories with, with uh, some spider variants. Yeah. It looks fun. Not nice. Yeah.
1: I'm going to... I guess I'm gonna go DC this week, and oh, okay. I'm gonna recommend Batman number nine hundred.
2: Whoa! Uh, so they went from one thirty four to nine hundred. So
1: <laughs> they do similar to Marvel with the legacy numbering. Okay. So legacy. you want to you want to make both fans happy. So what they do is they'll have a a low number with a one thirty five, which is yep. your, and then they have the legacy number, which is if you count every Batman comic made up until now, yep. Uh, just that it's titled Batman. Yeah. This would be the nine hundredth one. Okay. Ooh. So be mindful
2: of spoilers. Spoilers. Yeah, are, yeah, I'm not going to But um there's tons of spoilers already out there. There is and there's so there's, there's even on. there's
1: even one of the covers that kind of is a little spoiler oh, okay. spoilery on Batman. But uh but this if if so if you've been following um Chip Zdarsky's run, this really is like good. this is the culmination of the the Batman of Gotham City run. I, it's hard to say without giving away too much, but if you're um if you're a fan of different versions of Batman in like a multiverse type uh, setting uh, it looks like this is going to have some long-standing ramifications in the Batman universe. Oh. Um so uh I'm going to go ahead and recommend Jorge Jimenez and Chip Zdarsky. What a I'm team. glad what Jorge team. is back. Yeah, now the the Jimenez art and and the cool thing about this issue is is that I think it's him doing it, but he's drawn in a bunch of different styles. Oh, that's really? cool. Because you're ha- you have several different versions of Batman and they're drawn in different like their style yeah. of Batman. Cuz
2: he's been uh he's been He's been off the book for a couple of months after the failsafe ended. It, right, uh, which I think which is out now was, in collection. Was great. Yes. Yeah, failsafe yeah, is wrong. in collection. Scary if you want to see yeah. Batman survive one of the craziest falls of all time, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's it's a fun book. Yes. Yeah, Chip Zdarsky. Oh, I mean, right yeah.
1: now he can do no wrong. No. Nope.
0: Uh, For me, I'm going to favor Immortal X-Men number 11 this week. Um, That storyline has also been in sort of an alternate universe telling a tale of Sins of Sinister. Uh, This is returning from that, taking the book back to the norm. Uh, The preview says, uh, Sins of Sinister is over, but the sin's fallout remains. Hmm. Storm can't believe what everyone has done, but when the fate of two worlds rests in her hands, what can she do about it? Earth Hmm. and Mars? What, indeed. (laughs) Yes, indeed. Well, uh, yes, Araco, as Mars is now known, Ryan. Show some respect.
2: <laughs> hey, I'm not Neil Tyson DeGrasse. Okay, <laughs> yeah.
0: but uh, yeah, looking forward to getting back. To that of course, Kieran Gillen, another awesome writer. Is it Kieran, now I'm scared about every comic book creator names it Kyron,
2: Kieran, I, I just know, go
0: with my know? heart. I think it's.
1: I, I do think it's Kieran. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Kieran. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, once again, thank you guys for the support. We love it. We're having more comic creators, uh, comic book owners in the near future on the show. We have some
1: incredible plans uh, for the show, so and yeah. we're honored that you've, you've made it through 18 episodes with us. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: absolutely. Uh, we have some really cool contests coming up. But I remember the contest uh, this Saturday. Just come up and see me if you want to enter. And you and get a
1: 50, free $50 gift card, right? Yeah, which yeah. is awesome, yeah. yeah.
0: All right, well, uh, let's go ahead and wrap this up so we can all get ready for Saturday. I know there's still a lot of work to be done, so I'm going to sign off as Mike D.,
2: I'll sign off as Ryan.
0: Nice. I'm going to sign off as Peter Cottontail. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah. I don't know why. Just, yeah. It's just going to feel. We'll see you in the funny books. Bye. 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 Awesome. <laughs>